Hey, this is Rick for Bite Size Pickleball. If you could take a couple of seconds after this podcast to rate and review it, I would really appreciate it. This one goes out to my buddy Dave, who suggested I cover this topic. Today, we're going to discuss practicing our pickleball on a wall. I wrote an article for Pickleball Magazine called The Wolf of Wall Ball. You might think about looking it up after this podcast. It'll give you kind of a refresher of what we're about to cover. Let me start by saying, if you don't have access to a wall, find one or make one. There are now companies that are making these little portable walls. They look like a little chalkboard on wheels. They're really effective for dinking practice. Other stuff you probably can't do on them. You can also remodel and you know clean out your garage and you can set up a pickleball wall, which a lot of people do. You can probably Google that and see a lot of pictures and get some ideas. Also, you can go to your favorite big box store and you can buy some material and you can make a wall to put in your backyard or in your driveway. Typically, a lot of schools have a wall. And for instance, at my tennis court slash pickleball courts, but trust me, we're becoming more pickleball slash tennis courts. There's a wall that's been there for years. So I practice on that. In any case, you need to find a wall because you never have to make an appointment with it. It's always there for you and it will be really beneficial to your pickleball game. I met my wall, it's like, it's like my girlfriend, they met on Bumble. I met my wall the first week of playing pickleball and I have to say I was instantly smitten with her. Like most of us, I noticed like day one that my backhand just sucked. And right away, I recognized that weakness and that hole, and I wanted to practice it. So I went out to the tennis wall, and I started hitting the pickleball. And you know what? It worked. And to this day, I smile every time I pass those walls, and I see pickleball players out there. The other thing I want to mention before I get into how the wolf likes to play on the wall is that I see so many players on the pickleball court who start out with poor shot mechanics. I really want to encourage you, especially if you didn't come from a tennis background, to take a lesson or three, preferably with a teacher who themselves came from a tennis background. You'll get the best instruction for your foundation there. Or get on YouTube and learn proper shot technique before you get too far along in your progress with the sport. Why? Because you don't want to develop bad habits right at the beginning and grow into what's called a hacker. A hacker is someone who in any sport or any profession or pretty much anything just dives right into whatever they're doing without any instruction or pre-knowledge. It's like trying to put the square peg in the round hole and then the triangle hole and then the esophagus hole. Is there such a thing as called the esophagus? I don't even know. But anyway, look, you don't want to become a hacker because once you start off on that foot, you're done. You're gonna, you might get good in pickleball, but you're never going to get great if you don't come from a really strong foundation. And in pickleball, that foundation is in your shot mechanics. I can't stress that enough. Proper shot mechanics. And if you've already been playing for a while and you sense you might not have the prettiest shot mechanics, go back to square one. Go back to square one. Get someone to help you and retrain yourself. Sorry, have someone else help retrain you. I recently taught a lesson to a friend of mine who's been playing for a couple of years. He was hitting every shot off of his back foot. 
think about that. Every shot, his balance was going backwards and he was hitting a lot of balls into the net. When I changed that and I, I said to him every time, I go forward each time he hit it, forward on your front foot. That's where you want to be. You want to be going forward with your body momentum going forward. His game changed immediately. The other thing he was doing is he was holding his paddle for a forehand with a backhand grip. I changed that too, and these tiny, tiny little adjustments made a huge difference. Sometimes it's these tiny adjustments that'll make your game go to the next level. So don't start out without getting some help if you don't come from a tennis background. Okay, let's get into wall drills. What does the wolf of wall ball like to do against the wall? I'm gonna start with beginners. Beginners, you gotta start with your backhands. Intermediates, you gotta start with your backhands. Advanced, maybe you wanna develop a two-handed backhand. Backhand, backhand, backhand. Get comfortable with it so you're not trying to run around it every time and leaving a big hole on the court. After your backhand, just go with the forehands, okay? Backhands and forehands, your ground strokes. Once you get those solid, maybe you can draw some targets on your board and aim for those targets. On my backboard, it's a tennis backboard. So the middle line meets the tennis line and I try to hit it right there because middle solves the riddle. <laughs> After you've mastered your ground strokes, start in on your dinking. Backhand, forehand, forehand, backhand, over and over and over again. Remember, you want to be seven feet away from the wall. Measure it with an app on your phone or some tape. Tape it off, do whatever you can, but measure it. Start thinking. It will build muscle memory. People always say to me, what good is the wall? Hey, what good is shooting baskets in my driveway? I'll tell you what it is. I learned to be a great shooter because I spent hours and hours of my life in my driveway shooting baskets. That developed muscle memory for me. And then I took it out on the real court and I took it out on the real players, okay? So, you want to dink. After you dink forehand, backhand, alternate. Forehand, backhand, backhand, forehand, etc. Then start to move up and down the wall with your dinking. Get really crafty at it. Get really comfortable and quick with it. Work up a sweat. You can really work up a sweat on the wall. Believe it or not, just dink it. I hope Nike doesn't come after me on that one. But dinking it over and over against the wall will give you a great deal of confidence and muscle memory. Just like shooting baskets in your backyard. To recap... We're gonna start with our ground strokes, backhands, forehands, then we're gonna move on to dinking. Once you're ready to move into a little bit more skilled territory, we're now going to work on what I really like to do, which is practice my short hops. What's a short hop? Often when you're running in from the baseline and you're trying to get to the non-volley zone, a player will hit it at your feet. Those are short hops and they're sometimes really difficult to get back. How you do this on the wall is you stand back a ways, you drive it at yourself, and you run towards the wall, and you scoop that ball up, trying to take some pace off it and dink it over the net. So do that a bunch of times with your backhand and your forehand. Hit it hard, run in on it, and scoop it up at your ankles. But probably my favorite thing to do against the wall, again, I start from seven feet away, which is the distance I'd be at the kitchen line. I like to practice my volley battles, my firefights against the wall. I do it with my backhand primarily. Why? 
because when you're at the non-volley zone, your backhand is like two feet out in front of what your forehand can be. Does that make sense? And in pickleball, especially when you're at the line, if you take the ball out of the air, you give your opponents less time to react. There are times when you do want to let the ball bounce, especially if you're not really mobile and you're reaching for balls kind of lazy, you can let that bounce. The other time to let it bounce is if you want to do some stuff with it. So stuff for me is fakes. So if I let it bounce, I know that ball's going to give me some time. And I do all these weird paddle fakes and stuff, once again, coming from my basketball background. But I also practice some forehands in case my opponents try to chicken wing me. You know what a chicken wing is? It's when your opponent tries to hit your underarm that you hit with. So for me, it would be my right pit. I don't think I used my right guard today. Ew. So once I get that down, I get some rhythm, and I've got some beads of sweat on my forehead, and I get right up against the wall, and I do this little pitter-patter thing like I'm a pinball wizard, and there's got to be a twist. And of course, there is a twist. What is the twist? The twist is when I go out on a court and you add another seven feet for where my opponent will be, remember, there's now 14 feet between us. Everything slows down for me. I thrive on those situations, and I look like I'm in some slow-motion gunfight from a Martin Scorsese film. I really love to watch J.W. Johnson in a firefight. He is so calm under pressure, and his hands are so quick. I encourage you to go look him up. J.W. Johnson, Firefight, YouTube. Another drill which is really helpful for me and a really next-level drill if you want to play 4.0 and above. I, I don't find that a lot of players, until they get to about 4 or 5, don't have this skill, and it's the reset. What you do is you maybe get like 6 feet back from the wall, and your first shot's going to be a drive, and your second shot's going to be a reset. And you just keep repeating that. Drive, reset, drive, reset, drive, reset. You want to hit it as hard as you can on that drive, and then you want to take as much pace off it as you can on the reset. The other cool thing is you can do that with a partner. It's a lot of fun. One of you hit it hard, the other one reset it. And in fact, all these drills we're talking about, you can do them with a partner. In fact, get out there and develop some games, make up some cool games to play. Let me know what they are when you get them, okay? So look, final summary. We're gonna start with our ground strokes. We're gonna move to our dinking, then our short hops, then our firefights. And then we're going to practice on the wall with a partner and we're going to do it over and over again and we're going to make best buds BFFs with the wall and I promise you it will really, really make you excel in pickleball if you want a summary of this podcast I would search for the Wolf of Wall Ball in Pickleball Magazine the info is also included in my book called The Best Pickleball Writing 2023 and that book is available on Amazon Check it out. It's a lot of fun, and it's informative. The best pickleball writing 2023 on Amazon. Okay, kids, that's the show. I hope you're kicking some pickleball butt out there. Bunch us. Bunch us.